Hey. Hello. <laughs> We're back on special Tuesday instead of no. It's like a special edition. I know. Trying to get all that free time in from the website. We <laughs> don't tell the audience our secrets. <laughs> That's how we figure out the schedule. Um, yes. Hello. So we have to go to the Bachelor recap because it's tonight. Um, yeah. Woman tell all. Here we go. Women tell all. Um, that should be wild. <laughs> Do you know if Sarah's there? I don't. I feel like no. I feel like she got so much crap. She like didn't want to go. <laughs> It'll be interesting to say yeah. the least. Um, also, Becca M today, her clothing line, sustainable and eco-friendly, sold out in 14 minutes. So cute too. Use the shorts I wanted to buy in the checkout because it sold out so quickly. <laughs> I was looking at her Instagram story. It just seems like she's really well thought out. Like she's very much, sticky. she has values and she's sticking to them. And I love to see that in a brand. So that's hype. No, very good. Um, okay. So the topic of today we have is two, two big topics. Two topics. The Golden Globes, which were last night. Yes. Which may have watched in, in its entirety. And I did not because I don't have cable. Yeah. We had to <laughs> log on to NBC.com, had to change the family fios password mm, I my thing. Mom, what is the fios password and she sent me a picture of the wi-fi password for our home <laughs> i love your mom <laughs> um and then we're going to talk about the james corden prince harry interview that yeah. was released on friday friday i think thursday night friday morning yeah um something like Which that do you want to start with um let's do prince harry that Anna and I have specifically not talked about this because we are saving our discussion for the podcast. I have thoughts. <laughs> I have many thoughts. Okay. So give me your preliminary thoughts first. Okay. Interesting that Megan wasn't on the show with him. Interested in how he talked about how he thought that the crown was representative of the royal family, like the TV show The Crown. Um, which I thought was interesting because like the royal family has tried to really separate themselves from that, like the queen and everything. Um, also interesting how he said not, I'm not leaving. He, I didn't leave the royal family. I've just, I've separated myself for a bit. I've taken a break from them. So he kind of mm-hmm. clarified that. Um, i trying to think what else. Also thought it was cute that Philip and the queen FaceTime with. Yeah, the Zoom thing was so cute. Yeah, fa- Zoom and FaceTime with um, Archie. Okay, your preliminary thoughts. I I mean I think it's cool seems to me like it's very much like a we got to do an interview at some point because people are speculating out of their asses i.e. Anna and Mabe on their podcast (laughs) (laughs) um so I mean it was obviously sort of a recovery interview almost but I mean it was fun and I thought it was really cute yeah um he's balding I don't know why that was one of the things I noticed but I was like oh my god (laughs) William gets all that shit but Harry is balding anyways but, and I liked the way he talked about his family because one of, like I said, like last week, like one of the things that makes me upset is these are still his, like this is still his family. So it was nice to hear that they're still talking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was, I don't know. I mean, we don't know, but um, I do, I agree. It was weird that, or not weird, but interesting that Megan wasn't there. And I mean, it was just the idea that a royal was doing a late night talk show was very, like, was very strange to me. Like, <laughs> don't do that no they're Uh usually such like formal you know time slots interviews in very specific locations so it was I mean it was fun yeah um I also thought it was interesting 
how he was like humanitarianism is still going to be a big part of my life mm-hmm. here and such um he didn't bring up baby number two but I wonder if they shot this pre that announcement or something yeah. um my friend made an interesting point about him that's like not really relevant but um they she was like when he talks he just kind of he never really he, he adds a lot of detail and you kind of expect it to go somewhere but then it just kind of doesn't like when he was ta- there's one point when he's talking about how Archie wanted a waffle maker or the, the queen bought Archie a waffle maker for like Christmas or his birthday or whatever and Megan was the one he was like oh Megan was the one who asked like my grandmother for it um and then he started talking about like this specific waffle maker. He was like, you know, she gets up, she makes an organic mix every morning. And then when she finishes making it, you know, she'll add berries and uh, yogurt. And like, it kept going. And I was kind of like, oh, is he going to say that like you dropped the waffle on the floor or something? And then he just kind of like ended. And I was like, oh, he's just really like in giving an in-depth discussion. Yeah. And one. then there was part of me that was like, so are we just avoiding the fact that, so Megan and Megan and the queen do talk. Yeah. What's, what's the tea? You know what I mean? <laughs> How, like, just Harry, give us what we want. We know you know what we want. Uh, uh, and he's not giving it. Yeah, no. I guess I overall it made me feel a little bit, it assuaged my fears. Yeah, it made me feel a little better about the situation. It did. I really did. And I mean, I clearly that's what they were trying to do, but like, I mean, it worked. So I'm not going to blame them. Yeah. And I think it was good. Obviously, he did it with James Corden because he was in LA, but also because like their friends, like James was at, Harry's wedding and stuff so it did make sense um it's kind of like I feel like when John Mulaney oh speaking of we talked about him last time um he is out of rehab now he's in like an outpatient center yeah I feel like it's kind of like him going on Seth Meyers like they're like really good friends as like a a first interview or something it's I wonder if it'll be a pattern for their life in America if they'll start doing this kind of thing more Mm -hmm. Um, like they'll start to start being more like Michelle Obama when she was in the White House type because Michelle did do that kind of thing when she was in the White House she was on Billy on on Ellen yeah and less like on like the royal family kind of thing I mean if they have projects to promote I don't know it'll be it'll be interesting because then you get into this weird like well if they have projects to promote but he's coming on as the Prince of England it's just like right feels a little weird I mean like not officially you know it's like what's something that feels illegal that isn't illegal you know I like I feel like it's weird for him to be like watch my wife's Netflix show yeah you know no um we'll see where it goes though mm-hmm. and I did you're right it's not only was Megan not on it but she was like referenced and they like called her but we didn't like see her in any capacity yeah she just kind of got facetimed in when they, they were at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house and like from, did we even see her on the FaceTime? Like slightly. I don't know. Yeah. Well, wow, that's tea. Yeah, that's tea. Oh, and that's it was a little, it was cute. It was like 20 minutes. Like, I think it was like a good length of time for him to be mm-hmm. on. And I'm kind of glad it wasn't like in studio. I don't know. I feel like it needed to show that he was like a bit fun. It yeah. needed to not be so like, like the Oprah interview that's going to come out in a couple weeks out. That's like sit down. That feels like it's going to be intense. Yeah. And this was more like one of those Oprah interviews. Yeah. Of him back to. He didn't reference, however, his dad or his brother or any of anyone other than his grandparents. What else I was thinking? He did not mention Will. In any way. No. I mean, maybe he just didn't come up, but like. Right. But his grandma, the queen and Philip came up, I want to say like at least twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The story about Philip and Zoom is actually really funny. And I appreciate it. It was so cute. For anyone who didn't watch it, 
and has come here to learn about it. They, Harry said that they Zoom with Philip and the Queen, so his grandparents, and he says when um, Philip is done, he doesn't know that you have to leave the meeting. He just closes the laptop screen, and Harry's like, wait, Grandpa, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see about Oprah. I wonder if there'll be any sort of like response. You know, if Will and Kate will do something similar in the UK. I don't think so, though. No, I feel like the they're just trying to like distance themselves, which is weird. Um, oh, but- and Harry specifically called out the British press, mm-hmm. like very sort of yeah blatantly, which obviously the royal family has done before. But he not only like called them out, he seemed to pinpoint them as like the reason that they left the UK, which he, I thought was curious. He compared the crown to the British press, like the crown, the show. And he was kind of like, the crown has some weight to it. Like it has some, he was like, what did he say about the crown? The line that like kind of intrigued me. He said, the crown is... Um, like it's fictional but it gets the right atmosphere. He was like, it is a good representation of putting your country over family something like that um or putting like duty over family I think he said but then he was like but in terms of the press he was like they're just making stuff up and it's hurting you he was like this is he was like at least the crown has like some like weight to it Mm -hmm. like interesting he did say though like he was like obviously it's not all true and I was kind of like but you did spell the t a bit and say that it was pretty true (laughs) (laughs) from what I understood he was saying the, the events that they're talking about are fictional in that capacity but the vibe yeah was kind of the impression that I got kind of like the fact that everyone's pretty cold it seemed like he, yeah. he was like I think they got the like the gist of, of the characters right but even if the facts are like, kind of like weird mm-hmm. um but yeah that was a good interview mm-hmm. waiting on that Oprah interview right we'll get back to you in a couple weeks there'll be a response in any capacity from them yeah the royal family on the other side see um, if I also think COVID has been sort of nice for them in some ways because they haven't had to have a reason to not go to the UK right. <laughs> like they can just not go and it's not like oh why aren't you going you know right. so when like all the restrictions lift it'll be interesting to see if they make any trips over there and if they do how frequently and what mm-hmm. they do um well especially right now Philip he got moved to another hospital yeah is he gonna die soon like what's gonna happen if he will he be able to go back over to like see him are they yeah that's I feel like people like that would be when Philip dies and eventually when the queen dies like those are like monumental events particularly when the queen whenever hopefully in many many years whenever the queen dies is yeah. gonna be kind of insane mm-hmm. just let Olivia right. Coleman take over for her she did a good job <laughs> <laughs> um, all right um next to the golden gloves the crown, was that? the crown, I said to get into the Golden Globes, the crown won big <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, didn't the woman that played Diana did. Mm-hmm. Emily she looks so much like her to me. She did. And she was so cute. And apparently the dress she was wearing was like a nod to her. That could be a lie, but I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I saw something. I didn't see. I saw something that said like she chose that dress because she thought it was something Diana would have liked. Oh, that's sweet. Um, Which is like, really cute. Yeah, and then she shouted her out in her speech. She was like, I just want to thank Diana for just being like timeless and iconic and like a character that was fun to play. Yeah. Um, and the guy who played Charles also won, Josh O'Connor. Love him. Um, we're probably distant, distantly related. 
Um, but I'm good with it. And oh. Catherine O'Hara won. Mm-hmm. I have to say, every year it gets worse that there are just people that, not people, but shows that win that I've never heard of. Yeah. Nomad Land, never heard of it. Right. It's on. What's it's the on. one with the M that it's won? That's it's not here because of COVID. There was no like movie theaters to go to. Yeah. Or, um, what were you saying? What was the second part? What was that one with the M that's not the Mandalorian? Oh, the, the Moritarian. The one I with legitimately me. not once in my life have I ever heard anyone utter that, ever. Jodie Foster won, and I was like, A, she's in pajamas. B, her dog is with her, and he's in a matching scarf, which I think is adorable. C, what movie is this? <laughs> I just think, like, I mean, maybe it's a theater thing, but, like, like the fact that movie theaters weren't open. Mm-hmm. But it's not very fun to watch things that you've never heard of win stuff. Yeah. You're like, eh. I don't even know anyone that watched it. Could it really be that, like, could it be that great if no one bothered to see it? Yeah. That's been my problem increasingly over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Is like, why do things no one watch win? Because isn't it supposed to be about the best entertainment? Mm-hmm. Also, and- not only that, but things no one's ever heard of. Yeah, no, I have I never. I consume a lot of entertainment stuff. Yeah. And if I've never heard of a movie, it was pretty freaking obscure. Yeah. Um, and then she won, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I, it feels like a lot of the movies, too, that won stuff did only come out in the past few weeks. Like, I wonder if they were screened at, like, a film festival at the beginning of 2020, and they just kind of yeah. went their way. They were supposed to be in theaters, but then, like, they didn't, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't, like, pan out. Yeah. Um. um. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say he won posthumously for best actor. Um, Yeah. Gave a very beautiful speech. I. My reaction to that was. They had to like I don't I didn't watch it. I have no idea who deserved it. Yeah, literally, he had to win it. (laughs) Um, but that his wife's speech was like lovely. Yeah. Um. And Emily in Paris didn't win anything. So that was a success for me. Did you hear the tea about Emily in Paris and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, aka the Golden uh-huh. Okay. Don't quote me on this, listeners. But um, I thought I saw, I thought I read an article a couple weeks ago that said that when Emily in Paris was being made, um, they invited members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association to set and like put them up in a hotel and brought them to set and gave them like really great amenities. And it just seemed fishy that they were then nominated for things. Okay, what's something that's not illegal but feels illegal? <laughs> Again, I think I have the title for today's article. Um, like, I'm looking through the winners now. Best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for TV. Your Honor, The Comey Rule, The Undoing, I Know This Much Is True, and The Good Lord Bird. Never heard of one of those things. Maybe the undo- <laughs> I've heard of The Undoing. Yes. Um, Nicole. Um, and I was happy to see that Anya Taylor Joy won. I felt like that was, it was a good deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, it beautiful as well. And I mean, the Queen's Gambit was like excellent. I watched Normal People and the Queen's Gambit. I had I didn't see The Undoing, and I have and I heard of Orthodox, but not Small Act. But mm-hmm. I felt like the Queen's Gambit was like beautifully done and like deserved that win. Yeah. Um, so that made me like happy. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that Hamilton didn't win. I know, same. What won in its place? Um, like Borat. Yes, for musical comedy. Um, 
which uh what's Sasha Baron Cohen I mean did. it's weird enough that the Golden Globes put those two things together but like <sighs> musical and comedy yeah that's like one year the Martian was nominated in like the musical comedy category and Matt Damon yeah and it won and everyone was like uh <laughs> he was like didn't really expect to win at all or in this category but thank you yeah I felt like I feel like that was weird. Like, yeah. I mean, part of me is like, okay, Hamilton, like you have plenty of awards, but also like it was Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see Borat, but happy for them, I guess. <laughs> um, There's just so many categories too. Mm-hmm. The good thing about the Golden Globes though is that it's film and TV. So you don't get any filler awards like at the Oscars. Like there's no like best sound editing, mm-hmm. best sound mixing. Best yeah true documentary you're like uh you're actually getting all shows and movies it also reminded me that I still need to see the personal history of David Copperfield with Dev Patel in it he wasn't because I've been meaning to for forever and I love him and I loved that book we love Dev Patel we really do um let's talk about Jason Sudeikis because <laughs> watching that live was like making me nervous but also it was funny the tw- I saw a tweet that was like, just let him have a divorce phase in peace. <laughs> he, I saw something this morning that was like, do we think he's stoned? And like, when you look more closely at it, he does look a bit like sweaty and like red eyed. <laughs> and I'm like, that would be amazing. Um, okay. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. Like he won an award he couldn't be there his wife is dating a younger man well he was dating apparently they broke up I don't know yeah or it was fake the whole time I know I think it was fake the whole time but they <laughs> broke up he still talked about it he might as well you know mm-hmm. he might as well be high <laughs> but yeah he was in a sweatshirt he like held up a little mini cactus yeah the whole there was a major discrepancy in what we were what we were gonna wear right yes um they did not like communicate on that <laughs> because some he was literally like in his living room which I think they all were but like some people were like old lamb I was watching the pre-show at seven on NBC and like the women who were being interviewed they were like standing like one of them was sitting but then like the other ones who were interviewed were standing like fully up so you could see their mm-hmm. whole look like old glam <laughs> any looks that stood out to you um Cynthia Arrivo's green dress mm, I don't think I saw that one because of the color um Anya Taylor-Joy was also in green I'm loving that green is in right now Anya Taylor-Joy looked so good and she had a side part so take that Melen or Gen Z oh yeah Cynthia Arrivos is great yeah I thought Viola Davis looked great as well yes what um I'm like I thought Anya Taylor-Joy looked great because of the like cape jacket thing Mm mm-hmm I did see someone say, is it a fit or is she just skinny? And I was like, that's out. That's valid. Um, <laughs> but I liked her look a lot. And I saw someone else's that I really liked, but it's escaping me. I liked Aquafina's, but people didn't. I thought it was cute. Aquafina. People are kind of, I, I really like Aquafina. Same. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes she gets some, not everyone likes her, I guess that's what I'm yeah I don't love this it's very her yeah um but it's not my favorite thing in the world but you know what she doesn't need my approval <laughs> I'm trying to think who else? oh Jane Fonda oh that speech mm-hmm. excellent 
Norman Lear um, speech too. Um, hers was more like powerful. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think. Oh, Susan Kalechi Watson, when she presented with Sterling K. Brown, um, they're like the couple on This Is Us. Um, she was in this like sequin dress and I thought it was like super pretty. Like nobody's talking about it, but she was in this like sequin, like frilly dress. And I thought it was super pretty. Um, I've never heard of her. Is that bad? She's on This Is Us. So you would like have to watch it. I don't oh. think she's on anything else. Um, and Amanda Seyfried was in the... the- Mank, pink oh. I was like, she was in Mank. Never heard of that one either. That movie, she, I haven't heard of that one either. But yes, um, <laughs> something else I saw that I thought was interesting was they they obviously were criticized for like the nominations not being very diverse, mm-hmm. but the winners ended up being very diverse. True, which is great. Um, I don't know if that was coincidental or causational. Um, but I mean, the winners either way. They had to pick the winners pre all that stuff coming out about the HFPA and having no black members and stuff like that. So what? Do they pick before they nominate? No. No, no, no. They nominate the the nominations came out like what a month ago though, don't Mm -hmm. they? I don't Mm -hmm. know. I guess I don't actually know how that works. In my mind, they just like (laughs) right away and it was locked in. (laughs) Yeah. I guess they could change it. (laughs) And Chloe Zhao won for something I hadn't heard of. That's what I'm happy for. Land. And she won Best Screenplay. Um, but she's the first woman since Barbara Streisand in like 1980 to win at the Golden Globes in that category. Go off. The guy who kept getting nominated alongside her, um, I forget his name. He was another director. Every time he lost, he would take a shot. And I loved him. <laughs> um, did you see, I didn't recognize the actor, but the little, it was like a male actor with his daughter standing next to him and when he won she was like I was praying yeah that was so cute like I low-key I'm like wait can we do this from our homes all the time like I want to see the lifestyles of the rich and famous his movie Minari is like um this little like eight-year-old boy isn't it I forget that the actor's name but he it's an A24 film and so A24 like interviewed him a couple weeks ago and they were like who's your favorite actor and he said Sonic the Hedgehog and then they said, what's your favorite song? And he said, Sugar by Macaroon 5. Oh, and that's like, <laughs> so cute. They were like, Macaroon 5? And he was like, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> that's so cute. Um, and then the guy who plays Sonic the Hedgehog, like the voice actor, I think his name's like Ben Schwartz or something. I, I You'd recognize him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. But he sent him like a voice memo as Sonic and was like, I heard I was your favorite actor. Like, I, hope I, I, lo- I loved your movie. Like, but, and he was like, oh. Like he's like holding out to his ear and like looking. I think he's looking at his parents who are like filming him. <laughs> That's so cute. I know. I feel like my general impression overall was like, it was just a good, easy goal. You know, like nothing major happened. Yeah. You know, it's a pandemic. It was fine. It seems like it seems like it wasn't trying to be too than it needed to be. Right. You know. Um. What the thing I wish though, and you didn't watch, so you didn't see this, but they, they kept, <clears throat> when they were getting ready to go to commercial, they would put um, like the five, five different people who were like in the same category or like people who knew each other, like on this screen. And I don't think they told them that they were on the screen. So they were just like doing their own thing. And then <laughs> sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes one of them would be like, oh, hey guys. Like, I don't know if like 
someone was watching on TV and they were like, oh my God, like you're, they're you're like, up right now. Talk. Like, <laughs> um, but they'd show it for like a minute straight and it was always worse too. And it was like the male category because men would just be like, yeah it seems like one of those things that's like I know that you know like not everything has to be transferred to virtual yeah I know that in real life you like zoom in on random people in the crowd you know we 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 just don't need to do one on zoom yeah you know (laughs) play a little cutscene. let's go you know Mm -hmm. no it'll be interesting Uh, to see how the Oscars do it right those are in April they pushed them to April because they were like oh we'll be fine and now no awkward (laughs) But I feel like the Oscars takes themselves a lot more seriously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the Oscars aren't even fun because they're all taking themselves so seriously. There's like four awards people care about. <laughs> they're at the very end. Yeah. And so I'm kind of a little bit worried that the whole thing will be really like mm-hmm. boring because they tried to make it on Zoom and it'll just be so stuck up, you know? Who do we think is going to host? Oof. I know. No idea. Yeah. Um. The Tina Fey, Amy Poehler being like bi-coastal hosts actually worked out well. I was really expecting technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting because I don't, I, no one ever likes the Oscars hosts. Yeah. Ever. So whoever they choose, no one's going to like. Yeah. I feel like this year is the year to like, they never have a person of color host. And I feel like, like. It's probably time. Yeah. Oh my God. They <laughs> should give it to. The last one, like what they should go to Hassan Minhaj a I'm obsessed with him b he's hilarious c he already did the White House correspondence dinner right after Trump was elected so it can't get more awkward than that and he was fine so let's do him he's also just so smart like I trust Mm -hmm. him on a great show his stand not nominated for anything but he's not irrelevant Mm -hmm. he's He's perfect he guy so like movies he's like whatever he's not like annoyed about nominations or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> if the academy is watching this <laughs> we would we like got you hassan minaj we've spot like legitimately i just solved their problem that would yeah i'm trying to think you should right. hire me yeah literally because i'm like every single late night host is a, is a white man so yeah good <laughs> the other person i mean trevor noah maybe mm-hmm. maybe um no. <laughs> I'm like, so maybe Trevor Noah, maybe awesome. or like a woman or something. I'm like Ali we, Wong. Do we what? Yeah. Um, I don't know how people feel about her, but I like her. I was gonna say Samantha B, but she's more political. Mm. Um. Hmm. I mean, I see why it's hard. It's hard to yeah. choose. We have limited options. It would seem. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well. I'm. I'm. I think I'm. I'm gonna stick with my original and I'm just gonna campaign for it because I think I it really would be great like at it. We just post this on our Instagram stories after we're like so excited as someone I just hosting the Oscars and people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> then the Oscars have to do it because we we right. we manifested it or whatever. We just tweet the academy every day. It's like the <laughs> times where it's like doing this every day until like Charlie D'Amelio notices me. Yeah. We're like posting his Minaj on our story every day until the Academy makes him host. <laughs> You'll be so good at it. Mm-hmm. It'll be so witty. Yeah, he's so good. My dad and he would have exactly the right amount of like funny and like, like I said, the Oscars are boring. You got to get a funny host. Correct. And he would make fun of the fact that they all take themselves way too seriously. At that yeah. Show. Oh my gosh. My favorite trope at the Oscars is like in the middle of the show when they like give out snacks 
I just love oh, that yeah. like everyone thinks they're like original when they're like you guys haven't eaten in days but then like every year someone like every year they do it like, that's <laughs> Uh, all right um, well I guess we'll have to check back in later this week I know after women tell all and I'm sure something will go down um but yeah no so let us know how you felt about the golden globes um I don't know where you're gonna let us know that but you know whatever (laughs) uh but yeah my phone number is yeah (laughs) my social security um (laughs) but no yeah it was a big week of content so we gave you quantity over quality today. I thought it was quality. I'm joking. We gave you both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Peace. Bye.